Welcome back to The Body Podcast, where we talk strength, conditioning, lifestyle, and everything in between. Today's episode, we have body trainer Daria Shaw with us, talking life before body, during body, and what he has planned for the future. Darius, welcome to the podcast. Picard, what's good, my man? Not, not much. Uh, I know we both, actually all of us in here, are pretty tired right now, but I think once we, <laughs> once we get started, we'll be uh, good to go. Yes, I, uh, I'm with you there. You see, I have my little energy drink to get things, you know, jump started. So Yeah, I was trying to, I was like, I need a coffee or something. I just didn't have time. And uh, yeah, so I figured I just, the way to get my energy, I just pepper you with questions and we can get into it. Hey, huh? that, that works too. You can so, always, that, I know you are, you're good for that for sure. So let's get going. Yeah, so as one of the newer uh, body trainers, let's hear a little bit more about your life growing up, uh, a little bit about yourself, where you're from. How'd you end up in Arizona and all that stuff? Definitely. I mean, I feel like it's crazy to think that I've kind of, I feel like I've been having this conversation a lot lately just with work and um, kind of just talking to people at body and stuff like that too. But um, or, my name's Darius, you know, originally from Los Angeles, California. Uh, let's see, South Central to be exact. So uh, to be specific in what area, I know everyone's like, you're from LA, what part of LA? So like, yeah, LA, LA. Um, but uh, relocated to Arizona to attend Arizona State University um, when I graduated from, from high school and kind of just stayed here. When my grandfather, he purchased a home my, I want to say my f- second semester of, of college, uh, which I was like, obviously indifferent about. I was like, yo, I'm trying to like get away from you guys. You guys, are, <laughs> yeah. now you're, now you're going to buy a home. So, um, Definitely was something I wasn't too happy with at the moment, but yeah, he purchased a home here in my second semester of of college, and that's what kind of kept me here too. So um, that over time, I just kind of like just started working, and then uh, met my fiance um, Amanda out here as well too. Yeah, and, and I asked you if you wanted to bring her on. You said no. I definitely <laughs> did not. <laughs> no, I'm you see how these seg- that segue <laughs> that in there. Uh, trying I'm, to get me in trouble. No, I'm kidding. Um, that did not happen. <laughs> no. Um, so we we met, um, which is crazy to think that was in 2014. Um, is when we met, and then uh, we just kind of just been doing our thing here now. Yeah, we we've chosen, uh, you know, home is not. She's from California as well, um, from the Bay Area, so home is not too far away. Um, but that it keeps a nice little distance. You're between. you're close enough where it's a quick flight, especially LA, forty five minutes up and down. Exactly, you can get there when you need to. Exactly, uh, exactly. Go to the if you want the ocean, you can go there. But exactly, well, but right now, you know, LA is not going anywhere. I definitely had a, a, a good time there, born and raised. So. It it was nice to kind of transition into something different, you know, get a feel for um, Arizona. I had never really been here before I started attending college here. I came here one time. My cousin, she used to run track at Arizona State University. This is like she graduated the uh, in 2004. So I was 14 at the time. And she um, like I said, she had her graduation. That was the only time that I came to visit. It was hot as hell. <laughs> and obviously and um, I was just like, you know what? Like, this is the university that I'm going to come to. And, and like, my mom's probably going to listen to this, but she's probably going to be pissed that I only, like, applied to ASU because that was the only college, the, like, university I wanted to go to. So so at 14, you saw one time and you were like, this is this, where I want to go. This is it. And yes. you just applied your senior year of college and 
and you didn't even consider anything else. I mean, and now were, you're telling what you're telling mom is I told mom I applied to other schools, but it was really just exactly. ASU. And all of those like application fees that she was like handing me the cash for and stuff like that. Oh, I kind of like just pocket those. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> you know, you, you get in where you can, you know what I mean? So sorry yeah. about that, mom. <laughs> that's, that's funny. Oh, man. Now, there's some stuff that I, uh, when I was doing another podcast, I would bring up stories and my mom would call me be like, you know, read me. I'm like, mom, that was 12 years ago. She's like, I don't care. I can say, I, exactly. I was like, you know, let me, let me get that confession off now. <laughs> There'll probably be a couple of more of those. So just gear up, you guys. Yeah. So you basically saw it one time at 14, you're like, this is for me. Absolutely. It was, um, well, it, it, and it definitely was the academics, the, <laughs> the athletics there. You it had nothing what? to do with it maybe just, the beautiful women. It was just a ton of people. Honestly, it was a ton of people, beautiful women. It was, uh, it looked like a good time, you yeah. know, and she, uh, she ran track. So their, the track team back then was like incredible. Um, I want to say like that, that class of 2003, 2004 year, that track team. Um, I know a couple of them even were in the Olympics as well. So that was pretty cool to be part of, but I used to watch them on, on television. And so I don't know. I just, it just was, this Felt was like just home. What, it, it was what was happening, you know yeah. what I mean? So it's where my, my, my spirit had resonated and I was like, this is this is what's going down. I even got like all of my homies in high school, like they all started to apply at ASU <laughs> as well too. So that everyone was just getting their acceptance letters every week and then we all like came out here together. Yeah, that, that kind of, for college for me and I was getting recruited to play basketball, which probably is a surprise to a lot of people because I'm not the tallest person. But uh, when I... Went to Springfield when I when I went on campus. I was like, no, this is where I'm going. And then she, my mom was like, all right, well, what are your? I'm like, I don't need to apply to other schools. Like, what if you don't get in? I was like, all right, this is my third and second choice. Then I'll apply to those, mm-hmm. and I don't have to worry about anything else. Because and then once I got into the third, I applied to the third one first. So once I knew I got into my third choice, I just didn't care about anything else. I just it was all about trying to get into you know, Springfield. So no, yeah, that's that makes sense, man. I mean, when you know, you know, you yeah. kind of like put things in order. I mean, I was a uh, I was going to go, I did apply to one other college, but um, it was out in Atlanta, it was Morehouse University, and um, it just was so far, like I didn't yeah. know, I didn't know uh, too many people that were going there, and then like I said, a lot of my boys were coming coming out here to ASU, so it just made sense, yeah. and it was like I said, it was very close to home as well, not too far away, yeah. and that worked for mom also, so that was cool. What, what was what was young Darius like though? You know, young Darius, man. Pre pre college. You know what? Um, Quiet, shy, outgoing, playing sports. Mom having to drag you in from playing outside. I think a little bit of uh, of all the uh, d all of the above, kind of like with that. You know, I mean, I was kind of like all over the board. Very um, nurtured. I'm an only child, so uh, kudos Nikki to and I. It's, there we go. Me, me you, yeah, and we, James we talked about yeah, that yeah. as well. Like that's it's a whole thing. Only you child days. Hey, yo, up shout soon. out to all the uh, only children out there for sure. Like that's a it's a it's a cool life. It, I'm gonna say there's a stigma out there. Whenever you tell someone you're only child. You get this. Oh, that makes sense. And you, I can see that. And it, it's an only child fits under every description possible. If I'm outgoing, crazy, a lunatic, oh, only child. If I'm quiet, weird, lonely, don't friends, oh, only child. It's just it, yeah. it can fall for anything. They're they're, they're they're haters, bro. They don't really know how to embrace that like that only child 
you know, like that only child life. So, um, yeah, I, mine was always, well, you're, you're spoiled or something like that. I'm like, honestly, I'm not spoiled. I, I genuinely don't know how else to like think what, what else am I supposed to do? My, my, my mother only has me is she's yeah. going to give me what it is I asked for, I guess. I was, I was never like, I would say I was like spoiled. You could use spoiled or just like grateful, but I had everything I needed and I never was a kid to ask for everything. I didn't want this, 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 and this. Like, you know, when I got, first got my license, my dad was like, you know, we'll get you your first car. It was a Dodge Neon. It wasn't like I was driving a, a, a BMW Mercedes. Exactly. Or, it was a Dodge Neon, but I had, I had the car. I had but you had a it. car, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so, so, I, so like, we do one vacation a year somewhere like in Florida or something. You know, so we, we, did, we were like very blessed compared to like the regular people out there. Yes, mm-hmm. I guess I'd be spoiled, but there's like, you know, families of like four or five kids that I know, <laughs> they go fly private, you know? Exactly. So it's just, I, I, I wouldn't say like, I just had everything, but I wasn't like a kid where I want this, I throw a tension tantrum if I didn't get it, if I didn't get like the PlayStation or the Xbox that, Absolutely. Know? No, I mean, I definitely did get the things that I asked for. Uh, I'm not going to say that I didn't. And I'm super like interested in trying to figure out how my mom like financed all of that as well. She was a single mother, so she got that done. I'm talking like whatever it was that I asked for, for the most part, yeah. like I, I got, and my grandfather was very hands-on with me as well too. But, um, I wasn't like a bad kid or anything like that. Definitely like mischievous, you know, I feel yeah. like the normal, you T- like typical, typical boys, boy yeah. stuff, you know, I would get into from here and there, but, um, maintain my, my grades. Like I went to, um, private school my whole life, you know, which was, which was pretty cool. And then in high school, I attended well, much like Ange. I was I was listening to her podcast when you guys connected, and I'm like, yo, a lot of what she's saying, um, that's kind of like my life as well too. I went, I attended an all boys pri- uh, private Catholic high school as well, which I'm not Catholic either, but most of the private um, schools in Los Angeles were Catholic. Yeah. So that's what why that worked out the way that it did. Um, but you know, man, I just I guess, had- what's it like growing up in LA up until. And then going to like an all, you know, Grumpy Boys, going to an all boys school, a Catholic school. It was, um, at first I was like, definitely like, you know, I, it was definitely interesting to try to figure out how that was going to be. But, um, the school is, it's called Daniel Murphy Catholic High School. It was like in the heart of LA. And when I say that, I mean like, I don't know if people were familiar with like the Grove and like the Beverly Center and like Melrose and Hollywood and stuff like it was literally like in like the heart of LA. So like, I like to think of, uh, you know, those different landmarks that I just uh, mentioned as like, that was like our playground, you know, after, after school, that's what we were doing. That's where we're hanging out. And honestly, it was so chill, dude. Like these, the guys that I connected with there, like we got some lifelong like friendships and stuff. And there was a, uh, an all girls Catholic school, like right up the street as well, uh, called Marlboro. It's a pretty, like, um, pretty cool, like all girls school, like, that um, they would always be up at our school after school. So, you know, we definitely were able to like mix and mingle with anybody that we wanted to yeah. hang out with. And uh, it was just like a brotherhood too. You know what I mean? Like we were there uh, like making things happen, like trying to get good grades, like whatever that meant. I mean, there was a lot of cheating that was going on, but we, what, if you weren't cheating, you weren't trying. That's I, uh, what, what they say, right? I, uh, my mom was just no C's, right? And if I got a C... Uh, like on a progress report, which was like before report cards came out, 
I would, you know, I'd be in some trouble, but so I was like, Hey, just get, just get eighties or higher or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and I, and on the class I struggled in, I tried harder just to get an 80 and the class were easy, like math or something. I just, you know, could easily, you know, get that. But I remember we had the interim teacher that was like a student teacher that came in and taught our, our class one semester, uh-huh. one half of the year. And she wrote letters to everyone. And the girl behind me, I'd always like try to peek peek back yeah. and I'm looking and I look and she's like Scott so I'm like I need help I'm, I didn't study it's like English class <laughs> she wrote this note to her said you know hey thanks for being a great student um, P.S. thanks for helping out Scott I know I didn't bring it up I saw you I saw you helping him a lot there and, you like, go. and she was like look at that she's like you knew you were cheating and I was just like if you're gonna cheat at least be a good kid when you do it there right? you go <laughs> see there, and, that, and, and you see no one no one was tripping that hard but yeah it was uh, we kind of had it down to a science I would say um, you, we would have like, I'm talking like the smartest kid in the class was down to help like out, uh, the guys that needed answers and that needed assistance that needed help. That's how close like we, we were, you know, we, we had a class in college, um, a business class and the teacher would give, you know, tables of four people. Like, so Rosie, you'd sit with four people and you have an A and a B test. So they were the same ones, but it was A it's and B exactly. and they move it. So Whereas four of us, so you couldn't really cheat off the person next to you. But the four of us took a sign language class, the class before, right next door. Okay. So we would nudge our, nudge our buddy because he would tell you, like, it'd be like 25 multiple choice. He'd give you like 75 to study. He'd give you like 50 definitions, only 15 are going to be on there, right? Okay. So you kind of knew, so we would just divide and conquer. And if you didn't know something, you'd nudge the person, you'd sign the number. And then he would he would sign it to the next person, and wow. he would just do you know the signs for A, B, C, or D, and then sign it back to me, and just be like, all right. But the professor was like, hey, you look off the person next to you. You can't. It's not the same test. So exactly. it, was, it was great. That's how we kind of like ended up doing really well. Well, you know, one of the teachers did you know start to get a little bit smart and try to um, you know try to pull a fast one on us because we got a lot of the same answers incorrect. So he was like, yo, something's going on here. Like you guys all have <laughs> the Harvard cheating exactly. scandal. <laughs> so I was like, what we did was we realized that he started to do just much like you had said, like an A and B test. So answers, I mean, questions one to 50 were uh, a certain amount of answers or whatever the case is. And then uh, answers like 51 to 100, they would just switch for those different tests. Um, but like I said, like everyone was down for, you know, making sure that we all like helped each other. So I remember the like the smartest guy in our class literally taking the uh, the, the test and like shoving it down his shirt and like saying he didn't get one so that he can get another one so that he could give this one to us in the second <laughs> class, second period class to be able to make sure that, you know, we got up on top, man. And that was that was kind of just like that camaraderie that you had, like yeah. the brotherhood of it. Um, you didn't think that uh, it would kind of like translate to that but that's that was what was going on man we were just like it was just dudes all day you know and you, you still tell the stories today it creates memories and oh stuff. yeah so in front of your parents listening you know just don't have your kids listen to this you can listen to it don't have your kids <laughs> no we're not giving them any ideas hey i don't know like this day and age they're probably on a yeah. whole different oh, way yeah, probably, bro. trust me remember remember you remember like teachers used to be like hey you can get one three by eight note card and you would write and you couldn't type it you would just get the smallest pen you'd write so small and so try to create small. so much information Dude. as possible on there i mean i'm on tiktok like i uh, i just i'm scrolling through tiktok all day and there's just like certain i don't know just things that pop up it's like 
the kids that are cheating right now, I seen someone literally, they put all of the answers in their, like in the pin and they're just turning the pin. You see A, B, C, D, all the different like answers that are wrapped around there. And he's just writing, you know, freely the whole way through. So uh, there's a method to the madness, man. Yeah. They're, they're making things happen and you just, but, just, just be mindful that that's kind of like yeah, and I know, actually, a theme. You know, some of these kids are, they're smart by doing that too. You know, it's not like, you know, yeah. you, you have to be clever. You have to have some uh, creativity <laughs> to do it. We had a buddy that would go up. He was a teacher's pet. One of the teachers loved him. My buddy Mark, he'd walk up and be like, you know, this, this question is very confusing. <laughs> I know it's, I know it's not C or D. She's like, okay. So I'm, but A and B, but A and B, like I'm thinking it's like B, like, cause like the wording, she's like, mm, it's like so Asian. I can't tell you that. And he's like, he'd walk back and be like, 27's A, 27's like whispering to everyone. You got A, whatever works, my man. I mean, like, I, I knew that because I would we, would, we would set up our grades by, like, you know, by the cl- our class schedule. So I'm like, all right, cool, like English. I took AP English, so I'm like, all right, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get a B here, which means I'll get that extra point, so that'll yeah. count for that. And then PE, obviously A. You did all your grades before, like, you know, uh, they came out. And uh, with math, I knew for sure I was either going to get a D or an F. So that was always like a big, I knew I was going to get a call home. So I would, I was that, you know, that teacher's pet coming, bringing gifts on the holidays and like having that extra conversation with her after class. And I mean, sometimes it would give me like a D plus, but math just wasn't my strong suit. So we had a kid in math. He never did homework, which was like 20% of your grades and would just ace every test. And he would get an 80 and he just says... He would try to go to the teacher like, I don't need to do the homework. I know all the answers. Can you please just count all my scores based on my tests? And like they refused to do it. And he's like, you know, you cost me probably going to a good school. And it's like, all you have to do is do the homework. It would have taken you five minutes. Dude, I, I, envy, <laughs> I envy people that uh, that can just see Dude, math and they just got it down, yeah. down path. I, I don't I don't I literally don't get it, you know. But there were some some formulas that when I got it, man, I felt like like I was a superhero, yeah. literally. I was like, wow, like I actually got it today. So and then bomb the exam, so yeah. it just didn't matter anyway. So that that was math was very stressful. It created a lot of pain points. Or in my when life. you when you do it do the problem twice and you get two different answers and you look and they're both on the multiple choice, you're like, ah, oh, crap. Exactly. Or, like, or, or when everybody in class <laughs> is talking about that they got sixty seven and they're arguing about what was the correct answer and you got I don't know yeah. five hundred and something. Yeah. Or whatever the case. I'm like, okay, so I completely did this. The wrong way. Yeah. And, so and that was that was consistent. So so basically, young Darius and Scott were similar. We kind of uh, faked faked it, skimmed a little way it until yeah, we made we it. it. Yeah, that's so. how you get. look at us now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just two two regular guys hanging out. That's, that's um, true. But let's get into you know how'd you hear about body? Definitely. Did you start going before? Were you a member? I guess how this come about? So body, how did I get how did I get introduced to body? Actually, um, my fiance Amanda actually introduced me to body. She was I was uh so I had a personal trainer out here. Um, he's pretty pretty well known in the Phoenix Scottsdale area. His name is Clinton, and um, I started working out with him just because like I knew. You know, in order to achieve my, my fitness goals and stuff like that, I was going to need a little bit more assistance, you know, like just weight training, like lifting, things like that. And having someone spot you have too, so you can lift me. a little heavier. Exactly. Yeah. Just like kind of like hold my hand through this process so I can learn actually how to, when I went to the gym, I was maximizing my time there. So um, I actually trained with him probably about like for like two years consistently. 
um, which was pretty cool. Um, I learned a ton. I learned what was possible, like with with my body and how to utilize it and things like that. And then, um, you know, Amanda started to uh, she was going. So I, I stopped working with my trainer and I started working out at a gym called Levels, which is also in Scottsdale. Shout out to uh, to Sweets there. He's, he's a pretty cool guy. Um, but I started training there and she was training at body and she was like super like into body too, like just much like the community that we that we have right now. But I mean, she was like, no, like I'm. I was like, why don't you come to levels and like come work out with me? She's like, no, like I'm I'm going to body. And I was like, what is it about this body spot that just like has you like usually you want to do everything with me? You don't you don't want to you don't want to work out or hang out? She's like, no, like I'm going to body. You're like so, some guy, some guy. I guess I'm like, like going, uh, there's some other guy there. I need there. to go into body now to figure out what's what's so intriguing, but. Um, no, uh, so I went one day and not only did I go because, you know, I was interested in seeing why she was so obsessed with it, but, um, I started to see the results that she was getting, you know, she started to, to reach her fitness goals pretty quickly. And honestly, like she was just really, really happy. You know what I mean? And that's ultimately like what you really, what we really want. That was one thing that we, we, um, had mentioned within our relationship, like we're best when we you know, we're striving for the things that we want as individuals and like fitness was something that and having a nice body or working out and, and maintaining a healthy lifestyle was something that was important to us. So when I start, saw, I started to see her getting those results, I was definitely like intrigued for sure. So uh, my first class at body was actually with uh, Sarah Whipple. You know, um, I had the Whipple effect because I went, it was a 5 a.m. class and I got my ass handed to me for sure like uh without a doubt uh it definitely was a little bit intimidating for the first time like everyone was just so fit you know and yeah the 5 a.m classes they're different animals they're a different it's a different beast for sure i was like maybe i shouldn't have started here but um no it was it was cool because the class was actually very challenging and then you know this is back when my body had like a hundred hundred people in the class so um everybody knew what they were doing and the workout was extremely hard and the music was blaring and it was like five in the morning. I was like, yo, where's this, where's this place been? And, the, but most importantly, like the energy was just on 10, man. And I know people, I've always said this when everyone's like, I don't know how they fit a hundred people in the class. Cause now it's like 60, 70 or like a Saturday class, maybe like 70, you know, or five, whatever the max is an extra 25 people. But I've always said people actually worked hard. Not, I don't say worked harder, but like if you're taking a sweat class and there's a hundred people in class and you're doing the ladders, like you ain't stopping. Oh, someone's no. up, someone's up your behind, yeah, you bro. know? And so now it's like, if you have like five or six, you know, if you're a little tired, you can kind of go a little slower. But like when you had 10 people doing that ladder drill or 10 and you're doing something, it's like, ah, oh, crap, I got, I got to go. There's, we got No, <laughs> absolutely. It was, um, it was definitely, um, a good amount of people that were in there, but you know, it was, it was like inspiring too, yeah. because I was like, you know what? Like if I remain consistent here, you know, I, I can end up like, you know, there was nothing that was, you know, uh, keeping me from being one of those individuals that were more fit and that obviously they had to start somewhere. So it was just a matter that that's where I started. And then, um, you know, I would go lift at the gym and I would do my cardio at body and mm-hmm. I would come there and get, get that workout in. So, um, I started to get some good results. It didn't, you know, you start to get things become a little bit more uniform. You get more comfortable with stuff. And that's kind of how, like, I got introduced to body. Yeah. Um, and then how did, how did Nikki or how'd you be, you know, 
the, the thought of becoming a trainer? Was it in the back of your mind? Did you hear her post something? What was going on? So, you know what? Like, so this is BC. I, I say BC before COVID and uh, BC, AC. BC before COVID, AC after COVID. <laughs> but yeah, like BC before COVID. That's, we're, uh, not, we're not going to do the Bible anymore. It's, it's now, <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's pre-COVID, it's thing it's after now, COVID. Like, yeah, it should I'm, be. There we go. Just like, restart right, right <laughs> year, right year. You know, we're at year three right now. There we go. <laughs> that, thank you for sure. But yeah, exactly. So um, before COVID, like right after that had taken place, I, I couldn't get with the online because really the community was really what was like, what really, you know, did it for me, you know, was working in class with, with the trainer, working with the group. Um, I really liked that a lot. So um, I had put my account on, on, on hold during COVID and then I came back to the boxes. Yep. So right when the boxes were still there, I think we had probably about three week, three or four weeks left within the boxes that I had participated in those. And then that's when things started to come back kind of like to normal where we couldn't have full classes where 100 were what I was used to. But, you know, 80, 80 people to a class or 60, whatever the number was at that particular point in time. But I started to go come back. And um, this is when Harper was training 5 a.m.s. And Harper was every single day I was, you know, there religiously at 5 a.m. Like it had become ritual for yep. me. That's how I started my day. I like to call it a body for breakfast. You know what I mean? Before I even started my day, before I started to go to work or whatever the case was, I would come there and get my butt kicked and then go home, eat breakfast, shower, do my thing and get my day started. And I, I found that my day was just a lot more pleasant too. You know, you got your workout in. I didn't have to try to work the whole day and then try to work out after I've just worked all day. So I had energy, you know, in the morning or whatever. Yeah, it sucks getting up when that four o'clock alarm goes off. <laughs> but, um, you know, once you're there and you realize like, you know, what you're doing and what you're contributing to, like trying to create and, and, and cross off those goals and make that happen uh it just becomes infectious man and it becomes something that you like literally look forward to and i wanted it to be that way as i continued to get like older was you know maintaining this type of lifestyle you know as i get older you know it's body super inspiring because the demographic of different people that come there different ages all that type of stuff like they're there i'm like yo someone's 60 years old next to me crushing it you yeah. know me and it's like if, if if they can show up for themselves that way i mean I'll, I'll be 33 this year but i can do the same and so i wanted to maintain and, and kind of get a, a good you know um you know, balance and, 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 and keep this sustainable as I continue to get older. So that was cool. Started showing up for myself with that um, by working out. Harper was kicking butt every single every single morning. And then um, Amanda, Amanda, again, you know, she started to I think they were going back and forth. Um, one of the front desk options oh, yeah. became available. And there was an opportunity there where she was like, yo, I think I'm going to like start working out working at body. And I was like, really? And she was like, yeah, like, I think I have the time to do it. And it's, you know, make some extra cash or whatever the case was. I'm like, all right, for sure. So she started working at, at Body. And it was cool because Amanda and I are, like, very, very close. Um, and so we spent, like, all of our time together. We didn't have too many, like, I wouldn't say, like, friends. So it was cool to go out and try to, like, embrace some some more of the community at Body. And I would encourage her to, like, you know, try to find some some women that she connected with and stuff like that. And I think her and Chelsea had gotten, like, really close and connected. And Chelsea was like, yo, there's an, an, an availability here, like, um, if you want to try to work here. So um, that had happened. So she started working there. 
And then um, it was actually at the body holiday party. Body holiday party, we were just just messing around. Um, and I had mentioned to Nikki, I was like, yo, uh, I'm going to be your first male trainer, you know? <laughs> and I, maybe just like a light bulb had went off in her head because the way she looked at me was like, wait, that's actually not like a far-fetched idea. And I was like, damn, like I was literally just, I was kidding. Like, you know what I mean? Like, wait, it was one of those when you're 13 and you have a crush on a girl, yeah. you're like... You just I like, like you. Yeah. And they're like, do you want to go out? And they're oh. like, no. I was like, oh, I was just playing. It was like, ding, it was like, it was like ding dong this where you knock on the door and you just like take off running. Yeah. You know, you don't think anything of it or whatever the case was. But much like you know, in in in, in Nikki fashion, she was like, no, I'm actually very serious. So um, we, um, we 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 spoke about it briefly that that day, and I kind of thought that she forgot about it. Honestly, like I uh, kind of put it on the back burner, and then. We had another conversation probably a couple months later where it was a little bit more serious. Yeah. And she was asking me, you know, if I was, you know, down to become, you know, the first male trainer there. And uh, I just, um, you know, I really couldn't pass up an opportunity like this. Obviously, it was going to be something that was, you know, a little bit different for me because I was really just interested in coming in, I get my butt kicked at body, have a good workout, and then I dip out, go back to the rest of my day. And that's kind of like how it does. And I kind of like that exchange, you know, but uh, this was like, you know, something also that I treated as therapy uh, body was. So for it to now become like my job was something that I kind of had a little bit of reservations about at first. But like I said, it was just an opportunity that I could not pass up, you know, and at least I was like, yo, worst case scenario is that it doesn't work out. And, you know, we figure something else out or whatever yeah. the case is, but at least I, sh- I should try it, you know. So um, that's kind of like how that had manifested. It was pretty mm-hmm. quick after that. Nikki's like, all right, cool. Here's X, Y and Z. Like this is happening this day, this day. And everything just happened so quickly after that. And that's one thing about her. It's like when she says something, she absolutely means it. So, and when she means it is as in like, you'll get a calendar invite to, you know, the next, you know, arrangement or event or the next time that we're meeting and connecting like the next day. So, um, whenever she says something, just know that she's, she's pretty serious. (laughs) I mean, as, as you can see, I mean, working with her with this podcast and, Congratulations to you guys too for actually getting this thing going. It's been yeah. great so far. Appreciate it. Yeah. And and I want to circle back. You mentioned, you know, body's demographic, but yeah. I mean, let's you know, talk about you're the, not only the first male, but the first black trainer they have. That that is very true. Was are you was that nervous, scared, excitement? So, like what was going like did you not even think about it until someone like kind of came up to you maybe in a class was no, like, hey, it was it was definitely something that I thought about for sure. Um I would say that not so much to where I obsessed over it. I just was like, you know what? You know, what they're familiar with is, you know, I'm the polar opposite of what the community is used to. You know, they're used to a female white trainer. I'm a black male trainer. And yeah. so, like, you know, how will I be received? And, um, you know, how do I, you know, connect with them the way that they have? And kind of just like, I was, I would say I, I did kind of, you know, go back and forth with, you know, how I would be received within the community for sure, but not so much to where I felt like it would be anything that would make me feel uncomfortable or anything like that. I know that we're coming through like, you know, 
2020 and 2021, like the racial climate has been pretty all over the place in a lot of different ways or whatever. But um, I never felt like any types of like injustices or any type of like weird vibes at at body or anything like that. It's always been super inviting. The community has been like super like supportive. And, and you were in the community before, so you're exactly. one of us, anyways. You so know? exactly, I, I was, think it's easier. You ain't just coming from like LA or something. Looking exactly, for a I job. wasn't just hopping out of anywhere. Yeah. Like I was also a member too, so they they were familiar with who I was. Um, I think for a while people w- would call me like the guy that was on the bike. Like I was on the bike. I I I didn't win. Like I didn't win the bike challenge that year actually. But um, people they knew me for being the guy on the bike. I think that like. I, there's been like I could count on both hands how many times someone's walked up to me like you're the guy on the bike right I, <laughs> we're at the Halloween party and they're like you're you're the guy on the you're the guy on well, the bike so I was telling Nikki this I was I was in the grocery store and like the lady had to go get something so like we're just sitting in line and the lady this lady in front of me just turned around, I was like oh you're the guy from the podcast she, I was like yeah she's like I li- I go to body like every day at some time I was like oh I'm, like I didn't know she she listens to it and I, I should ask her a name but we were like I was just in line I was like yeah she's like jokingly she's like you're kind of famous and then like I don't know if she's off with the late the older lady behind me like what was like what do you you have a big podcast I'm like no 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 I'm not <laughs> you do I'm not, she she was joking I don't I, I'm not like I'm not retiring off this podcast I uh yeah, hopefully. Uh, and, but uh, no, it was like kind of funny. Like you're the guy from like the, the podcast. I get that a few times now. Well, good, and you're yeah, the guy man. In the you, bike. I mean, you you are the guy from the podcast, and um, I'm glad that you 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 had encouraged like you know Nikki to get it get it started. You know that was um, that was dope when she said like yo like Scott's been like he's been really pushing it. And I think I'm going to make it happen. Like, I was like, yo, do it. Like, and I knew that it wouldn't be much time because like I told you, when she yeah. says that she's down to do something like it, it's, well, it, it's funny that you say that too. Cause I, I think I wrote, I thought I brought up to him like a year ago from the March of a year ago. I was like, yeah, all right. I was like, no. And then I finally just was like, I'll write you an outline. And I did that in like July. Okay. I think I was in South Carolina. I wrote her, I wrote them a whole, like, I just was bored one night and I was like, I'm going to do the outline tonight. And I just did everything, what I thought it could do, what the option, like just everything that I thought. And she finally came back. And then with her saying, all right, we're doing it. It was like January th- like 3rd. Okay. And by like January 17th, we were already recording two episodes. And exactly. It was, just, it was just like, like you said, and you just boom. It's, it's, That's she, how she is, she says, man. we're doing it, we're, do- we're doing it. That's exactly how she is. So It's probably why um, like Nick's just like, okay. <laughs> <And they're> like, <laughs> all right. Because he knows that not going to take no for an answer. And oh, it's yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. She, uh, she, she means business for sure. So I'm, I'm glad that you guys made time because... I mean, she's just she's just a dope person, man. Like she has a very infectious personality, and that was one of the the main things that kind of like helped me make that decision as well too. Was just because you know, I I would work out in her classes on Sunday uh, because she's she's not always on the schedule, but when she was there, um, I was always there on Sunday, so I was able to connect with her as well too. But like I I, I always tell people like I'm a product of of like Harper because I I took most of her classes. Yeah. And um, so you'll see like bits and pieces of I've, I've, I've extracted like bits and pieces of all of the trainers and kind of like infused them in my coaching style yeah. and and stuff like that. But um, Nikki and I would connect and she would just be like, you know what? Like, I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm seeing the effort that you're putting in. I'm seeing how you're showing up for yourself as well. And that was like that was like my resume because she saw, you know, what I was doing when I was there. And so I think that that's why it just kind of like made sense to her, you know? And so 
because uh, I, I, you know, you definitely have imposter syndrome coming into a situation like this because, like I said, you know, first first male trainer, first black male trainer. Um, but even aside from that, like she she handpicks like who she wants to be there. So yeah. I was I wanted to know because she didn't tell me, um, you know, like what what really you know made this happen for you. What what made sense to you? She was I remember asking her that one day, and she was like, "Why not? You know, like yeah. why not? It just makes sense and." You know, you're you're Darius, and so um, sometimes I, you just there you can't explain something. You just know it's right. Exactly. It's right. Like, I don't know why I'm doing this. This I just it just you just know it's right. Exactly, and that was kind of like how you know I was waiting to be able to feel that you know because it was it was intimidating. Body is. You want to? I looked at the I looked at the trainers like they were like celebrities. You yeah, know? and and and. I remember every time there was like a new trainer, some I feel like you get people know what it is. People body it, they didn't have the really new trainers for a while, mm-hmm. and they were all great trainers. Every trainer she's knocked out of the park with everyone, and I think you're used to going to Harper's class at 5 a.m. That's what you do. You get a little change in your workout, your routine, and I think it throws people off and it takes people a little a couple months it's with, an to adjust. Yeah. But once you adjust, because there's t- probably times where they're just like. Oh, I don't know about the new trainer. And then like six months later, like this is my favorite trainer. You know, it, it just happened. And that's how it works. It and honestly, that's, that's how it was, you know, for me too. And, I, and I'm one of those members that I'm not big on change. So I like things to be kind of cookie cutter, especially like with my workouts and what I'm used to and what I'm comfortable with. So I was like, damn, like now I'm the new trainer and people are going to be like, yo, who, who brought, who invited this guy? Yeah. And like, um, you know, and, and so like, uh, it was nice that I had, you know, Amanda who actually worked at body to be able to support me both in the gym and at home and kind of like coach me through, through things and encourage and motivate me to like stay with it. And she was definitely supportive. Um, it also helped a lot that, uh, Angie and I walked on together, you know, yeah, that's, that, you that's someone to talk to. Exactly. So we, and our personalities are very similar and cool. She's super, super, um, super chill. And we both kind of, we just like, we were on the same wave when we started too. So it was nice to have somebody because I don't I don't remember I don't know if there were any like duo kind of trainers that walked on together. No, I think like Sky got hired. Sky, yeah, she got hired during the boxes. During the boxes, yeah. exactly. And then Chloe came after that. Exactly. So there weren't. There was I told like Chloe. A- I told Chloe. I think she was nervous. It was like her first week on the job. It was afternoon classes. Ramsey was teaching, and we were. I was saying, Ramsey, I think was doing like my measurements for like get your shit together or something. Fear or fall, I think it was. Uh-huh. And I was like. She's like, I'm nervous. I'm like, in two weeks, in two weeks, you will feel like you've been working here for nine months. Trust me, you'll be fine. And that's like the the, the vibe that you want. Two weeks, I think literally there was a Halloween party and you would have thought she's been working here for a year. It's crazy (laughs) to think that like, I I guess I didn't, I didn't really remember like when it's just, it feels like she's been here so long and which is she's been here a little over a year, year and a half. I think, I think it was right before, because I remember the Halloween party. So, but it was, uh, I told her, I was like, you'll be, you'll be fine. Trust me. Everyone here is like super happy, super happy, super uh, chill. Also, she kind of does look like Sarah Whipple. So it's like, <laughs> it's like, oh, people don't even know, the, some people don't even know the difference. Exactly. No, no. Uh, Clo money. That's what I call her. Nah, she's uh she's dope, man. And, and honestly, like what each trainer brings to, to body is just like, it's so unique to, to the trainer and so specific to them that, 
um, whatever anybody needs within the community, you know, that's one thing about yeah. it. That's what I, I was, I would tell Nikki, I was like, yo, you know, like what if some people don't like my class? He's like, and if someone doesn't like your class, guess what? They got like five or six other options of trainers that they can go to and they can work out with, yeah. you know? And so, um, when I started looking at it that way and she was just like, you know, this is, this is your class, like own it. It's how you want it to be because, um, I think that I tried to emulate like so many of them, like in their styles to where, it kind of was robbing me of being able to exercise like my individualism. Yeah, but you like how you want to coach, and exactly how, you want to how talk, I wanted yeah. to facilitate things and stuff. So once I started to, you know, once Nikki was like kind of like made me a little bit more mindful of that, she's like, "No, this is your thing," you know. And I, I, I chose you because like I believe in, in what it, what it is that what that's possible, and um, I want you to facilitate it the way that you want to. Yeah. So. Um, that's kind of like what I started to do. And then I started to share like more of myself and like the style that I wanted, you know, things to be. And, and now it's, it's like, it's crazy to hear like some of the different feedback that I get from uh, people within the community. And like, it's, it's, it's wild, man, especially how fast, how, you know, we'll be coming up on a year pretty soon, which is like outrageous to me to think how fast time is moving. But, um, just also just how like supportive everyone has been and like you know Ange and I we hosted the Aloe uh, Body Rooftop event a couple of weeks ago and like the amount of people that showed up you know not only from Body but you know outside of Body as well um, it was nice to see those familiar faces you know and that have just kind of like been with us every single time I remember some people were at our, at, our, at my first class and now here they are like outside of body like supporting me so that's that just speaks to the type of like community that body is and and how they support one another and yeah. that's like that's one of the main things that like really really brings me there and, and I just want to make sure that like I'm, I'm going to continue to be a positive force to be reckoned with and that like I you know you're responsible for their their fitness experience while they're there yeah and that's something that like I wanted to like really really zone in on because uh like you know this is your time you have an hour block you know what I mean you have an hour blocked out right now you're coming to work out or whatever the case is this is your time away from your family away from your job away from your kids um the workouts already designed and meticulously like designed for you you got some uh, a playlist that's just going crazy it's really nice um you have a trainer that's going to hold your hand and walk you through this whole process but there's like a level of accountability that comes along with you know exercising the responsibility to like take care of yourself and that you have to train yourself you know what I mean we can only do so much yep. and so that's what um, I try to extract out of people like in class is like you know go for that extra rep like you know increase that weight if you can um, you really not not try to modify every 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 move or whatever the case is go for that harder option even if you have to do it slowly first and build up to doing it a little bit faster a little bit quicker um, that's how you learn and so I know that that's what worked for me when I started out and um i'm noticing people's you know people doubling up on classes or people going for that harder option yeah. and um it's just nice to be kind of like a liaison between them and what they're trying to achieve perfect uh coming up on time right now yeah. but one more question here uh you, you obviously have mentioned your fiance amanda a lot and kind of got you in here <laughs> how is it working with her you know now she's working the front desk a lot and yeah. and, and you're you're picking up more classes and then you know is it Shaw Sunday, a, a thing going on right now? <laughs> so Shaw Show Sunday, it, that was something that she actually named. It's, it's funny because we were like, we're planning a wedding right now and we were looking for little slogans for my last name. 
and Shaw Show became like, well, she's like, welcome to the Shaw Show. And then that be, we, we both worked on Sundays too. So that became a thing. Shaw Show Sunday. Shaw, Shaw Show Sunday. SSS. Became, exactly. SSS. Triple Maybe S. we'll get someone out there at, you know, if you have a t-shirt company, do a couple, three, you know, SS. There you go. And, and you get it out on a Sunday if you get go to Get a couple body, body towels or something yeah. like that. Harper, I don't know. Um, but um, no, yeah. Working with Amanda, man, it's been, um, it's been incredible, bro. Like You mentioned you guys are very close. We're very close. So, so it was like, it was nice to be able to um, just to like, we, we would work out together so now we were working together and you know it's funny I tell people all the time they're like well what's it like like with Nikki being a boss and I'm like Nikki being a boss is super chill like she's the chillest person ever um, that front desk real. lady Amanda yeah, you gotta I, worry that, about <laughs> <laughs> that front desk chick though I don't know she's the she's the one that uh, she's more of the boss inside and outside of the gym so uh, that's kind of like what what I'm dealing with, but no, like I told you, she's been extremely supportive, my man. Like, uh, like when I'm trying to like make sure I'm setting up the room and getting things set up or whatever, she's like, that's wrong, that's wrong, that's <laughs> wrong, that's wrong, move this, yeah. stand up straight. Yeah, I mean, she's probably technically been there more classes because you're teaching, she's there, and she's seven there, classes she gets to see a day. how everything yeah. flows. So, like, it's like she's like a huge cheat sheet. Yeah, Since speaking of cheat sheets, you know what I mean? She's a she's a big cheat sheet that I utilize quite often. You know, I'm texting her like, yo, do you know this move or do you know how this is supposed to be set up and what goes and what stays when I'm flipping the room and stuff like that? And she's just like, she's all over it, man. Yeah. Like Just like how she is at the gym, hands-on and supportive, that's how she is like within our relationship and how she's been like instrumental in, in helping me get to this point um, within uh, as a trainer and it's, it's just dope to answer your question for That's sure. Awesome. So yeah, it's, it's, it's nice having her there. Um, and it's, it's, it's hilarious, honestly, like to see her at that front desk and like, just kind of like how this all like kind of happened. She's like, one time I just saw her looking at, you know, you just look at your person and then you just looking at each other. I see her looking at me and I could tell that she's thinking like, yo, how the hell did, did we this, end up? Did, yeah, did we end I just up, came to a class. And I didn't want to go to you know your gym so i wanted to go here instead and, and then now here we are now yeah. you're on the mic talking about rested you know what <laughs> I mean? so um it's cool to see like you know how things kind of like segued into this opportunity and i'm just looking forward to what's next man awesome. it's, it's been some great stuff yeah and i'm looking forward to hopefully making a couple more sunday classes hey, if bro, i get it if there's a t-shirt involved i'll be there oh absolutely <laughs> i can see you in there and when you're in there my man you know i'm there and i'm gonna be pushing you so yeah, absolutely just be but mindful of that. thanks for coming on of course appreciate it that, uh, that wraps this episode up. Perfect, Thank you all for listening. Make sure to subscribe. Subscribe. Review as well, right? Yeah. If we get to 2 million reviews, I will buy someone a brand new Mercedes. I, <laughs> I'm about to go review right now, actually. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Peace out, bro. Thanks.